Welcome to Ed Council Insights. This is our podcast to provide insights into new developments in the Missouri education community. If you are a Missouri school leader, school board member, or any public educational decision maker in Missouri, well, you're in the right place. On February 25th, the CDC announced that it was, open quote, exercising its enforcement discretion to not require that people wear masks on buses or vans operated by public or private school systems, including early care or and educational child care programs, close quote. This is obviously a little bit different uh, position than the CDC had taken, um, more specifically CDC in January 29th, 2021, had issued an order as opposed to guidance, but an order that required masking on all public transportation, including public school buses. So according to this most recent uh, announcement and the CDC's new guidance, masking is not recommended as a prevention measure in counties where the COVID-19 community level is at low or medium. However, additional prevention measures are still recommended in community settings such as schools, And this can be anything from physical distancing to contact tracing or other measures. So what does all of this mean for school districts in Missouri? Today, I've asked my partner, Emily Omohundro, to join me to discuss these recent developments. Greetings, Emily. Hello. So I trust that you had a little bit of a chance over the weekend to to dive into the CDC's new guidance. Is that right? Yes. You know, it's uh, coming on the heels of the CDC changing some guidance and recommendations regarding mitigation measures and masking, not just in the school setting, but generally. And so, you know, we're looking at that broadly and then also looking at this particular shift about school buses and masking on buses. So, yeah. Well, let's start with, if you don't mind, a little bit of a discussion about the scope of what the CDC has most recently done here. Um, it appears that it is aimed primarily at, at the issue of masking on buses. Is that fair? Yes, I think that that's a good summary of what they're doing here about when they talk about whether they're going to be exercising their enforcement discretion. Okay, and that's the next piece I wanted to get into. Because in, in the past, what made buses a little bit different than probably anything else in the school setting was this, quote, order, right, uh, right. From, uh, from the CDC. You want to talk about the difference between the order and guidance and then how this most recent announcement from the CDC fits in? Yeah, so um, back in January of 2021, The CDC issued this order. It was published in the Federal Register, which I know everyone looks to see what's new in the Federal (laughs) Register on a regular basis. But um, so they issued this order about public transportation and masking. And, you know, that was a really broad order. It talked about, you know, uh, airplanes and public buses and trains and, you know, all, all, all these different kinds of public transportation. But It also talked about buses and school buses and school transportation. So uh, that order is technically has the force of a law in the sense that the CDC 
created the order with its regulatory authority under the law. And I mean, I think there were there were some questions about whether they could really do that at the time and since then. And then there were also questions about, okay, how is the CDC actually going to enforce this order? You know, the vast amount of public transportation that's out there, not just public school buses, but, um, you know, all the different kinds, how on earth are they going to enforce that? And, you know, the enforcement discussion was talking about enforcing it through other various federal agencies, you know, like airplanes, for instance, you know, the transportation authority and that sort of thing. So, that is, and, and, you know, I don't know that we ever saw any sort of enforcement of the order when it came to uh, public school buses and districts, but it was certainly clear enough in the order that this was going to be applicable to public schools and public school buses. So what we saw since that order was in place were a lot of districts who maybe they did not have a masking requirement for students in school, but because the of the the cdc's order they were still requiring masks on buses and that's different the order is different from cdc guidance in the sense that guidance is exactly what it sounds like it's recommendations you know that sort of thing but the order was very clear and you know laid out all the different areas in which the cdc felt that they could enforce this masking requirement okay but um so on this in the wake of all of that and the, the announcement on Friday of this new guidance, it, it, you know, I think that the confusion that might be out there is that this applies to everyone, that there's no longer a masking requirement and we're done with masking on buses. And that's not necessarily the case, right? Not really. It's, I, I mean, I don't think that this, so right now what we have is this CDC publication and it's, you know, under mask travel guidance on the CDC's website. And the actual order itself has not been updated. I think we can expect that to happen based on the CDC's publication. But, you know, it's just not conveyed as clearly as it could be in even this publication. So the publication says, as you noted, effective February 25th, 2022, The CDC is exercising its enforcement discretion to not require that people wear masks on buses or vans operated by public or private school systems, including early care and education child care programs. And so the order itself hasn't changed. And that sentence basically informs the public that they're not going to be enforcing the language of the current order, right? And then the next sentence of this publication says that the CDC is making this change in order to align with updated guidance from the CDC that no longer recommends universal mask wearing in K through 12 and early childhood settings in areas with a low or medium COVID-19 community level. So they're saying that they're making this change regarding enforcement. And that the reason for the change is because the CDC has made these broader guidance statements that, you know, if you are in an area of low or medium COVID-19 community level, then the CDC is not recommending the need for universal indoor masking in schools. So as we look at that, uh, I mean, there are some uh, community levels in Missouri that are high at this point, right? Right. Yeah. So so it wouldn't apply to them. Okay, so so those 
so those jurisdictions, this change, would it apply to them or not? Meaning the change that you no longer are required to mask on buses. So I think the way that we have to think about it in areas where there are high community level COVID trans, COVID-19 transmissions, the it is clear that the CDC is not going to be exercising enforcement. So we know that that they have told us that. And then, you know, if you look at uh, the CDC's FAQs on this publication, they specifically ask whether there, the specific question is, you know, are, are people required to wear masks on school buses? And the answer is no. So they have said that. And I think we can take that at face value from a CDC order perspective. However, you know, I think districts need to look and see what their community transmission level is classified as, and then need to also look and see from a local health authority perspective what those local requirements are, um, and also local recommendations, because, you know, we go back to the discussion about you know, what your policy says about following guidance and whose guidance you're going to follow, whether that's CDC or state uh, Department of Health or local Department of Health or all of the above, and look at what your policy expects uh, the board to do with regard to making policy decisions and, and non-policy, but, you know, procedural decisions, what the expectation is there when it comes to communicable disease. So the first thing to do is to look at your transmission level and see what that looks like. And on the, uh, I think we can link perhaps the uh, CDC's publication and the podcast notes. And then also in that article, there is a link where you can click and check your community level by county, which is helpful. And so um, you can take a look at that and then figure out what are, you know, our local health authorities saying about this particular issue, masking in general, or masking on public transportation, and whether that includes public school buses, and go from there. Okay, and I think it's it's critical for people to understand this is not static, right? It's something that you know it's it's going to change. Um, we may have some that are in high, uh, you know, COVID nineteen community levels right now, but they may drop, and you may have others that are low to medium now that actually end up being high. So if we have one of those districts that cha- where that changes, what you're saying is that the order is still relaxed and they probably can do what they want to do with respect to it, even if it if it goes to a, a high level at this point. Is that correct? Yeah, I mean, I think that when we when it comes since we know from the CDC's publication that they are not planning to enforce this as to public and private school transportation, and we also know that they're planning to amend the order to that effect. And then, you know, they're just changing the order in order to reflect the guidance of the CDC generally about masking at this point during the pandemic. When it comes to K-12 schools, then, I mean, I think districts really have the discretion to do what they want without worrying about, you know, the force of the federal government CDC coming down on them about what they're doing with their uh, masking and buses. But at the same time, you know, we have to look at civil 
liability risk mitigation as well when it comes to you know knowing perhaps that our school districts in a county with high transmission and what our local health authorities are saying about what's best for kids and employees who are on those buses and what makes the most sense there. So Emily, with this most recent change, because I think a lot of people had incorporated the masking requirement on buses in their return to learn plans. Is that something that they need to revisit or what do you think? I think that the best practice would certainly be that at your next board meeting, if you're planning on ending the masking on buses, that you should make sure that that's reflected in your safe return plan. Just so, well, first of all, to eliminate any sort of confusion. And then second, because, you know, if our board is adopting our safe return plan still, um, you know, the ESSER 3 funds are going to be released. And so, you know, there may be, you know, a situation where we want to continue to be approving those plans, um, possibly. So I think that going ahead and approving any change as we've been advising makes the most sense. So as we look at it, and if you were to kind of recap and talking to folks about what their steps are in the light of this most recent CDC guidance, can you give us, you know, just a handful of steps that you would recommend that people take? Sure. So the first thing I would do is to read the CDC's publication. It's not long um, and just kind of get a grasp on the language that they're using and then check your county's level of transmission so you can figure out what category you fall into. Then I would check with your local health authority to the extent that they're even giving any advice or guidance anymore to see if they have any rules or requirements or recommendations or guidance about masking on buses. Then I would check your safe return plan and see if it reflects uh, masking on buses in that. And then if you're going to make a change, we would recommend that your board do that if it's in your safe return plan. Perfect. Well, thank you, Emily, for taking the time today to kind of explain some of these things that are, uh, you know, items that uh, school leaders need to be thinking about in light of this guidance that came out on Friday. And we thank you, the listeners, for taking the time today to listen to this episode of Ed Council Insights. We hope that you will share our podcast on social media and subscribe to hear upcoming episodes on current legal topics and issues related to school law. You can also follow us on Twitter, Facebook, or LinkedIn, or you can check us out at our website. Just Google Ed Council, E-D-C-O-U-N-S-E-L, all one word, and you'll find us there. Glad we could be together, and thanks for listening to this edition of Ed Council Insights.